Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Why is SAP stock up today? And is it a smart buy right now? Welcome to Global Value. In this video, we're going to dive deep into a fundamental analysis of SAP stock. We'll use methods from Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time. We'll study the key numbers that Buffett values most, and then we'll figure out three different prices for SAP to really understand what it's worth in today's market. Stay with me till the end because our final fair value and rating might just surprise you. And there's more. I'll also share a special bonus that could be the deciding factor when adding SAP stock to your portfolio. So is SAP a great chance to make money? Let's find out together. Right now, SAP trades for $174.61 per share. Their stock price was up 7% in the most recent day of trading alone. This is because SAP announced an employee restructuring plan that's affecting 7% of their workforce. They're cutting headcount now and are looking to grow, especially through artificial intelligence, as the company becomes more focused on the cloud. Basically, SAP announced they're doing voluntary buyouts or job changes for 8,000 employees this year. The company stressed they want to keep their headcount the same at the end of 2024. Investors also found out they grew their sales 5% year over year, but the company adjusted their outlook for their operating profit. They decreased this by 2 billion euros, a quarter of which was due to their restructuring. This comes as SAP is focused more on the cloud, which is following what's happened at other software companies. In the last year alone, SAP stock is up 39.5%. They beat the market over this time, even though the S&P 500 is at all-time highs and it's increased by 20%. In the last five years, however, SAP compounds at 8.5% annually, still good, but it doesn't beat the market. That's similar in their last decade when they compound at 7% annually. When we go back before the global financial crisis, SAP has grown at 7.5% annually, They took a big dip from 2021 until 2022. Since then, their stock price has risen faster than the market, and they're back to being neck and neck with it. Added to all this, SAP pays a modest 1% dividend yield. When that's reinvested into the company over this time, they actually beat the market. With their surge on the back of their earnings, SAP trades $2 below their 52-week high. This comes as the company trades more than $60 above their 52-week low. And how big is SAP? They're huge. As one of the largest software companies in the world, they have a $204 billion market cap. But what does SAP actually do? Founded in 1972 by former IBM employees, SAP provides database technology and enterprise resource planning software to enterprises around the world. 
Across more than 180 countries, the company serves more than 440,000 customers. Approximately 80% of them are small to medium-sized enterprises. Now with that understanding, let's dive deep into the numbers that Warren Buffett cares about. This step-by-step checklist-style approach reverse engineers how Warren Buffett would look at a company's numbers. It gives you one of the best shots of finding undervalued, high-quality stocks that can beat the market and make you a lot of money in the process. Now let's get started with metric number one. We want their average return on capital to be above 14%. This helps us figure out how much they earn for all the money invested into SAP. It's one of the main ways you can measure profitability, and over the long run, most stock returns are around a company's returns on capital. In this time, SAP's returns have actually declined. This is especially the case since 2020. When these are averaged out, SAP earns 11.8% returns on capital, Even though this is a few percentage points above average, it's still down from our benchmark. This means it's an X on metric number one. We want sales, earnings, and free cash flow growth in our second metric. It's harder to make investing mistakes buying growing companies with high returns. In this time, SAP has grown their sales by 20% when we include today. Their earnings have also grown by 21%. Most importantly of all, their free cash flows have grown by 82%. Free cash flows can be lumpy year to year, so we'll take an average later in our video when we estimate their fair value. Still, these have grown over this time. It's our first check of the day on metric number two. In our third metric, we want earnings per share growth. This helps us look at SAP from the view of an individual shareholder. In this time, the company's earnings are up and they bought back a small amount of shares. Still, their diluted earnings per share are down. This is because they have nearly a billion dollars of other non-operating expenses, The company also took $870 million worth of merger and restructuring charges. These hit against their earnings when we're considering them on a per share basis here. It means it's an X on metric number three. In our fourth metric, we're looking for something similar but even more important. We want free cash flow per share growth. This is because free cash flows are the lifeblood of a business. It's how most companies, including SAP, are ultimately valued. In this time, we learned SAP has grown their free cash flows by 82%, and they've bought back 1.5% of their shares. These two both contribute to growing free cash flows per share. In their last 12 months, SAP has brought in $5.10 worth. This is a check on metric number four. So far, through four metrics, we're split evenly. SAP has two checks and two Xs. Before we look at the company's debt and figure out what they're worth, why don't we check in on our bonus? Right now, SAP pays a modest 1% dividend yield, but is this safe and can this grow in the future? We're trying to figure that out in our bonus where we want their cash flows to support their dividends. SAP has grown their dividends in the last five years. At the same time, even though these have gone up or down in a few different years, SAP has managed to support these using their cash flows. That's also the case today where SAP has a very low dividend payout ratio. It's great to see that they support this dividend growth. It's a solid check on our bonus. SAP could be a dividend growth stock for the future. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses and even go broke. You don't want to invest into bankrupt companies. Plus, wonderful businesses can grow and earn high returns without using a lot of debt. And SAP is no exception. The company added on debt to fund the $8 billion acquisition of Qualtrics, which took place in 2019. Then, SAP took the business public before Qualtrics was ultimately acquired by the private equity company Silver Lake and taken private again in 2023. Since then, SAP has steadily paid down their debt. 
they ended 2022 with $3.6 billion worth, and today they sit on a cash cushion of nearly $1.7 billion. We want their net debt to be below the sum of their free cash flows. This is certainly the case for SAP. They brought in more than $25 billion of free cash flow in their last five years. SAP both has this cash cushion and they generate a lot of cash flow. It's exactly what we want to see with another check on metric number five. Now, how much is SAP possibly worth? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average free cash flow to enterprise value yield to be above 5%. This estimates what a stock would be worth at a 5% free cash flow yield when an average of its free cash flows over the last five years is divided by its enterprise value. It's around where the S&P 500 has traded historically. When we add SAP's net debt and their market cap, we get a total enterprise value of $202 billion after their recent run-up. This helps us look at SAP more like it's a private business. In an average year, SAP brings in around $5 billion of free cash flow. When we divide that by their enterprise value, it gives us a 2.5% average free cash flow yield, exactly half of what we're looking for. Today, SAP brought in nearly $6 billion in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their enterprise value, it gives us a 2.9% current free cash flow yield. This is also down from what we're looking for. It means on metric number six, this is an X for SAP. Don't just throw the business out. Watch for our next two valuations before you stay for our final fair value and rating at the end of the video. Everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing. We want to see how SAP's free cash flows can grow into the future. That's why we're using a DCF valuation. Here we'll take their free cash flows and use historical assumptions to grow these. SAP has been very, very predictable in their past. That can better inform our assumptions. We'll also add in the company's tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. So if SAP's free cash flows grow at 12% in each of the next 10 years, then in the following decade, if this growth is cut in half and they only grow at 6%, if we want a market beating 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, a fair value for SAP is around $80 per share when we use those assumptions at today's valuation multiples. Now, how do those compare historically? Today, SAP trades at 23 times price-to-owner earnings. In their last 10 years, they've traded at a median of 18 times and as low as 12 times. Most of SAP's ratios are pretty high compared to their history. The company's currently trading for six times sales when their median is around four and a half times in the past decade. These multiples look stretched for SAP. We'll use an adjustment of their guru focus value as our final estimate. Today, this comes in at around $129 per share, giving SAP a modestly overvalued rating. Their other valuations tend to support this, with SAP being out ahead of all of these. Now, we've covered the numbers Warren Buffett cares about but it's the qualities of a business that are even more important to him. Why don't we learn what these are for SAP before we combine these with our estimates to give them a fair value? Let's start with a long thesis first. Number one, SAP should be able to migrate the majority of its on-premise ERP customers to S4HANA while continuing to add hefty net new customers to the platform. Number two, as the customers transition to the cloud, SAP should be able to extract significant more lifetime value per customer adding to its top line. Number three, SAP may see significant margin expansion as a result of improving scale in its cloud offerings. But it's not all positives. Let's look at a short thesis as well. 
Number one, SAP's S4 HANA mandated transition could cause even greater customer churn as customers are forced to reassess their ERP and database providers. Number two, SAP's intelligence spending offerings may experience lasting weakness after COVID-19 as a result of long-term effects on activities like business travel. Number three, margins could suffer as SAP sets out on the costly endeavor of converting its on-premise ERP customers to the cloud. A recent significant... In a recent SAP significant development, the Security Exchange Commission charged a $100 million fine to settle bribery charges against the company. They failed to have the proper accounting controls for the third parties they worked with. Now this far in our fundamental analysis of SAP, we learned they go 3 for 6 on the Select 6 analysis. The company's grown and they've added a cash cushion. This comes as they earn above average returns, but not stellar. Plus, the company may be stretched at today's valuations and may not be in that undervalued category. Today, these three super investors own SAP. The biggest is Sequoia Fund, with almost 5% of the company's U.S.-listed portfolio in SAP stock. This investment has gone well, as they've made a lot since first buying in in the middle of 2022. Join our exclusive Patreon community and gain access to top-tier stock tools to invest smarter, find undervalued stocks, and give you peace of mind. Discover our cutting-edge stock trackers. Each month, 28 new stock charts are added to our all-access catalog. Plus, track the top 20 super investor stocks to learn from the pros. Our dynamic tools track real-time valuations. We make it easy to see potential returns at a glance and instantly spot opportunities. If your investments earn even 1% or 2% more, over your lifetime that's hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions more in your pocket. It pays for itself in no time. Choose your investing path with our tailored memberships. For as little as $1.21 per day, you can find undervalued stocks and have peace of mind. Level up your investing game inspired by legends Warren Buffett and Peter Lynch. Get free access for seven days to our Patreon. Try it today. Now, how about that fair value? Keep in mind, this isn't financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Use common sense and do what's right for you. When we combine SAP's qualities and their three estimates, today a fair value for the company is right around $106 per share. That's down a lot from today's stock price and their straight target price, but it's just $6 below their 52-week lows. Fair values arrange on either side of this. Still, it looks like SAP is overvalued. If you enjoyed this SAP stock analysis, like it, subscribe to the channel for more, share your thoughts in the comments, and watch this next video. You may enjoy it too.